0: Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for Daily Devotions through Redeeming Life Fellowship. Hello, Luke, Glenn, Bryce, Faith, V, Tom. Uh, it's so good to see you all this morning. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to be with us today. Uh, but then today, we're going to be uh, closing in on what is, depending how you measure it, the, the, the shortest or one of the shortest books in the entire Bible. That is is Third John. It doesn't even have chapter divisions. It is a whole whopping, I believe, 15 verses long. Uh, no, even 13. Oh, no, it is 15. 14. Let's say 14. 14 there. So, but verse divisions were added much later in the text, so it's not really that important. But hey, I digress. Yeah, we're going to take a dive. Uh, in fact, probably just read through the entire uh, the, the entire book, all 14 verses, and make observations as we go. Because a book like this is actually... I think it's it's very important, uh, not least because, for one, we have a piece of church history. This is indeed uh, a letter where Pastor John is writing down uh, a letter to his friend, uh, a person whom he's trying to teach and bring along in the Lord, uh, trying to encourage, a man named Gaius, and Uh, And he's writing pastorally, uh, writing with instruction and encouragement, so that uh, we know that Gaius needs the same sort of thing that we need, and that is encouragement and instruction in in how it is that we orient our lives uh, around God, around the truth of the gospel, and to let our lives reflect the 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 truth of the gospel, and and how. The truth of that gospel has actually affected our lives, so that we we reflect God's goodness and His love and His grace and His mercy and His justice. And so, what you have here is Scripture. To be sure, um, this is the inspired Word of God that we're reading, and its historical particularity reflects this occasion, this moment in time where uh, where Gaius. Is learning from John how to act in response to the, to the light of the gospel, how to how to live as a Christian. That if uh, Gaius is, is saved and he's confessed Jesus as Lord and he's trying to walk in a godly manner, John is taking the time to uh, to write down and to encourage to see that that um, that his actions are in accordance with the faith that he professes. That is it's in line with the truth of the gospel, indeed the good news of what God has done. So, but that's a lot to say uh, about uh, 3 John. So let's uh, take a, a, a read through, a patient read through this short book and make some observations along the way. So uh, this is 3 John ch- uh, chapter 1. There is no chapter 1. It's all one chapter. So 3 John 1, and it says this, the elder to my dear friend Gaius whom I love in the truth so already John is continuing this themes around truth that unites them uh, that he loves in the truth that that uh, that the value indeed the 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 importance of the truth in Je- or in, in John's mind is one that's at the forefront that Uh, That love and truth are not at odds with each other because they've sort of um, found their fulfillment and manifestation in the incarnate person, Jesus Christ. So, yes, he loves in the truth, which I remark in passing this dear friend Gaius. uh, There's no really clear indication that the Gaius who he's referring to, Gaius is a, a common Roman name. And so there's really no hard indication whether or not this is referring to the same Gaius that's referred to, say, in Acts 19 or in Romans 16 or in uh, 1 Corinthians 1. No no clear indication this is referring to the same. It could be the same person, but we don't know. Uh, But let's continue. And it says, verse 2, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. Isn't it interesting in verse two that if there is ever a, a letter that sounds like the letters and the personal correspondence that we have, that's a little bit sort of chatty, like I'm fine, you're fine, I hope you're fine, everything's going well. Uh, like it sounds more similar to the way in which that we exercise personal correspondence. That's just a little bit like, like small talk kind of thing, where it's just, uh, these are personal greetings, uh, greetings of warmth and affection from a pastor to a friend. Uh, and so it says this, verse three, it gave me great joy to have some brothers come and tell about your faithfulness to the truth and how you continue to walk in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. What's great is that, Gaius's behavior is being reported on indeed uh being praised by these brothers to John that that Gaius has heard the message the truth of the gospel and it's affecting his actions and he's walking in line with the truth and that brings encouragement and joy to to John such that I think anyone who's ever been a parent or a teacher knows this when there's a certain joy when you you teach somebody something, whether it's from a parent to a, a child or from a teacher to a pupil, that you teach them something and they learn it and they put it into practice and that you can see that they were putting into practice even without your presence around as accountable. So in other words, the instruction has led to practice and the practice has formed their character and you know that it's forming their character when when they're following through, even when the person who instructed them isn't there to, to force them to do it. And that's exactly what's happening. And that's bringing, uh, bringing John great joy when he says that he sees his children walking in the truth so that they, they don't just believe, but that they follow through their belief through action. So, and it says this, uh, verse 5 Dear friend, you are faithful in what you are doing for the brothers, even though they are strangers to you. They have told the church about your love. You will do well to send them on their way in a manner worthy of God. It was for the sake of the name that they went out, receiving no help from the pagans. We ought therefore to show hospitality to such men so that we may work together for the truth. Now, it's important at this stage to remember that uh, the part of the way in which the message of the gospel could explode over the known world, uh, over the Roman world, and uh, have such life-changing impact, the reason, part of the reason, indeed one of the main reasons why that was possible, was through the willingness and hospitality of Christians who were able to uh, welcome these envoys, these bearers, these uh, newsboys, these proclaimers of the gospel, into their homes so that they could find shelter, provision uh, in their travels so that they could uh, they could make the sort of impact that they had because uh, there's no hotels around at the time. you can't just be put up at a holiday inn or a best Western or a Marriott. Uh, that the 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 apostles, the people who are sent out to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ, if they're going to go anywhere else aside, away from home, they have to find shelter and home somewhere. And Gaius is a prime example of the sort of person who is willing to put himself second in order to be able to show such a hospitality to these people who, who are... Uh, proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Indeed, the life-changing power of the gospel. And so, doubtless, the reason why John is praising him in this way, because he wants the rest of the church to know that Gaius is a prime example of the sort of Christian that you should be. Uh, indeed, someone who, uh, even if it isn't an apostle, who uh, opens his life and his resources uh, uh, to be used by God in a way that has a lasting impact in the world around Him, and uh, and does so willingly and freely and with a joyful heart, because this type of hospitality is a hospitality that's that's birthed out of faith uh, and trust in God. And so, and John is is praising Gaius for that. And so, uh, yeah, this is a it's a classic. It's it's we're not to miss how or in what way John wants us to look at Gaius as an example for our lives. In in what responding, putting faith into action looks like. So, let's continue. Uh, It says, uh, verse 9, I wrote to the church, but Diotrephes, who loves to be first, will have nothing to do with us. So if I come, I will call attention to what he is doing, gossiping maliciously about us not satisfied with that he refuses to welcome the brothers he also stops those who want to do so and puts them out of the church so apparently there's a rascal in the uh, among the ranks of the church who's uh, been excommunicated and uh, has done so in a way that he's walking uh, not in faith but Indeed, against the faith, in the way in which his actions are principally uh, drawn, or they come from his his self love, that is foremost in his mind and his priorities. That Diotrephes is a sort of person. He may be able to lead. He may be able to teach. He may have heard the gospel, but at the end of the day, uh, he's looking out for number one. That's Diotrephes, and. This, 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 this letter serves as a warning to us that we're not supposed to be like Diotrephes, who loves to be first. And if we're doing so, then we've lost sight of the gospel. We're not walking in the way that, that, that Christ has, has, has laid out for us. But let's continue. Verse 11 says this. Dear friend, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. Anyone who does what is good is from God. Anyone who does what is evil has not seen God. Demetrius is well spoken of by everyone, and even by the truth itself. We also speak well of him, and you know that our testimony is true. So if there was, I would say, a key verse in 3 John, it's probably verse 11. Dear friend, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. So the command, indeed, that he's encouraging uh, Gaius to to, to follow through with is to to imitate well um, and to not just be aware of what's evil and what's good, but to see the evil for what it is and the good for what it is and to um, let your life be a reflection of the goodness of God. And that's the way in which uh, that he's putting his faith into actions. Indeed, the way that his actions are the fruit of his faith. And that to do that, uh, you can't be imitating that and imitating evil at the same time. In the same way that we're not to, say, imitate somebody like uh, Diotrephes, uh, who loves to be first. Uh, that's not the way, the, the, how it is that we're supposed to to put our faith into action. But the the warning and the instruction for us, indeed, the question I think I have for you, the question I, I have to ask is, who is it that we're imitating? We're all going to imitate somebody. We're all looking to somebody, whether it's through television, through a podcast, through a book, through a neighbor, through uh, mothers, fathers, uh, cousins, uncles, aunts that we look to to say, I don't just need your instruction, but I need your example so that if I do as you do, I'm going to be going in that in the right direction, so that uh that indeed the gospel, the light of the gospel, the truth of the gospel, the substance of the gospel can actually shine forth uh and make a living impact because of the living examples of of the body of Christ, people like you and me. And that the truth of the gospel depends on it. To know that, that a Christian walk is so much more than just propositional truth. That uh, indeed, it's about an encounter with the living God. And indeed, abiding in relationship with Jesus. That, uh, that... We love one another because God first loved us. All of those things, when those things are in place, uh, the gospel is going to go to seed in people's hearts and it has the life-changing power to to redeem and to renew and to make whole again. Uh, Because, not because we're so great, but, but man, by the love and the grace of God. And so let's finish. And it says this, 13, I have much to write to you, but I do... Not want to do so with pen and ink, maybe his hand is cramping i don't know probably not. I hope to see you soon, and we will talk face to face and I will echo what what uh, what John is writing that uh, doing these devotional videos is great, but it's so much better to see you face to face. so I hope you get to meet with us here on Sundays and Wednesdays when you can i I feel. The need and the desire, in the same way that 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 John feels, is that he wants to see you face to face, and I want to see you face to face, because I need you. Um, I need the body of Christ and the encouragement of doing life together. Uh, it's uh, it's it's something that we we indeed we all need, um, and we need by design. So, and it says uh, lastly, the end of verse fourteen, peace to you. The friends here send their greetings. Greet the friends there by name. Uh, and greeting by name is nothing generic. Uh, if you're greeting by name, that means you have relationship. Indeed, uh, you're you're walking in love by recognizing that person's identity as indeed being chiefly valuable in the sight and the image of God as they're made. And so uh, it's... No small matter uh, to to remember names. And I'm not always very good at remembering names, but the Lord is helping me with that. And so I pray, uh, if you haven't uh, in church, learn somebody's name and get to know them. Uh, indeed, uh, because that creates opportunities to be able to, to share, to reflect the love of God between each other so that we grow in the love of God and that we reflect that love towards everyone around us outside. So I pray God bless you and keep you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Please, if you haven't, uh, click subscribe to the YouTube channel so that you get daily notifications to follow along with the Revived School reading plan. And I look forward to seeing you soon. I'm glad, I hope that you get to have a a working part in what we're doing and indeed what God is doing here at Whitley County and affecting the lives of those uh, in this community. And so, yes, come, please be a part of what what God is doing. And uh, I pray God bless you and keep you. And as we grow together uh, in the wisdom and the knowledge and the glory and the joy and the love of the Lord. So God bless you and take care.